Okay, we're going to turn our Bibles to um, Romans 8 and 28. Um, Amen. Romans eight twenty eight. I'll leave you here. Romans eight twenty eight. Oh God, Father, we thank you for the word tonight. We thank you for God for holding us all night long, all day long. We thank you, God, for holding us in a moment of in things that we're just all going through. So we bind the adversary in the name of Jesus. And every and every devil at every level, in the name of Jesus, Father, all hide us all tonight behind the cross. Hide us that we can't be found. Hide us that we can't be not detected by the enemy. In the name of Jesus, and we say that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every word that rises up in judgment we shall condemn it. But this is the word of the Lord. We thank you. And we plead the blood of Jesus over our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. We plead the blood of Jesus over our thoughts, our attitudes, everything not like God in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Ghost and fire in the midst of our storms, our trials, and our situation. Thank you, God, because you breathe on us today, and they're all still yet alive in our right mind. We thank you, God, for holding us in the middle of our palm of that hand again, like never before, in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Let's turn our Bibles. Amen. Romans. The book of Romans in the book of Romans. This book was written by 
Paul the Apostle. Paul was one of the profound teachers in the Bible. When Paul was a bad guy, bad boy, Paul was a bad boy. But when Paul changed his life to Christ, he was totally dedicated to the things of God. Now, Romans 8. And um, let's start about um, 28. Romans 8, 28. Repeat it again. Get your pencil and paper. I'll give you about a minute if you need be. Romans 8 and 28. And my Bible here is captioned um, God's work in lives delivering from sin. Amen. Romans 28. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together. All things work together. Sometimes when we hear those words, all things work together for the good, it feels good, but sometimes when we go through tremendous trials, when we say to ourselves that we know that all things work together, we say to ourselves, how can this be? How can you say that all things work together for good uh, when my heart is aching or my situation looks down or it don't feel like you have make a way out of no way, but in Romans 8.28, he says this, and we, us, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. So that means, am I going through these things for a purpose? Purpose doesn't feel good. Purpose sometimes makes you question the things of God. Purpose, purpose. I said to myself today, um, how can these things be good for me? How can things that we go through in our lifetimes feel good for me? But yet you says it's for his purpose. So there's a key to it. That everything that we go through in our lives or for his, Christ is, the Holy Ghost is, his Purpose, purpose, purpose. That means if I made that grade when I was a little kid and and I put
pushed as hard as I could, but it didn't feel good, and I was upset. Does that mean that in my purpose, um, I'm going to suffer a little bit in my purpose? I don't feel good in my purpose. I don't understand God, but in my purpose. But that's what he said. He said, and we know that all things work together uh, for good to them that love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. When everything's fine, that's okay. You can kind of understand that. And, well, that's what the Bible says. But when everything around you seems to fall apart, when all things don't seem like it feels good, or when all things look like there's no way to come out of every situation, every time we go and points of decision, we have to trust and believe that what God's word said, it is so true. Paul's purpose, purpose, purpose. You say, how come these things are purposed? And Paul was a bad guy. Paul killed many people. God, Paul was new, knew the Bible, knew the scriptures, knew the knowledge of the word, but he did not know God. And therefore, even when he was in purpose or not in his purpose, God was carrying him through the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit had a purpose and a plan for Paul. Even for us, we wonder sometimes, how can all these things be for your purpose? And we have to trust and believe that God never makes mistakes. God doesn't, um, he does not lie. God just is not confused that God has a purpose and a plan for our lives. For we, when we are called to him. 29. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestine. He predestined. He knew who was going to be your mom and our daddy. He knew that we were going to make mistakes. He knew we were going to just just, just screw up our, our lives in a lot of ways. But God knew that, and he still yet had a plan for our lives. As believers, God has a plan for our lives. We are predestined. Pre means before. Predestined, amen, for the will of God. Um, predestined to go through, predestined to come up. Why? Because we are called for his purpose. Amen. Sometimes I've said to myself, like I said many times, how could all these things be? Um, when we go through a lot of things in our lives, whether we're little kids, and even little kids can 
goes through great um, issues in their lives. Um, uh, big kids can go through things when we're uh, hurting or uh, destroyed by situations or marriages or, or or devastation because of a death in a family. These things can hurt us from the core, even when we're small. So even as we grow up, we'll always remember so-and-so died and we'll always remember that something in our lives that has hurt us so deeply, even as a child. But the Word says that we are predestined. We are called to God for his purpose. This is a preacher. Preach, how can that be my, I predestined when it looks like all the hell breaks through in your life, that everything, does, nothing seems to work out. It seems like no matter the tears, the aches, the pains, the loss of jobs, the loss of lives, loss of your dear family members, how can these be predestined? Well, the Bible says for everything there's a season. There's a season to live. There's a season to die. A season to repent. There's a season for everything in our lives. There's a season for summer, winter, or spring, and fall. There's a season for happiness. There's a season for disdain and disgust. There's seasons for everything in our lives. And we don't get to choose which season is which. We don't have to choose. We can't choose those things because God has created us in his image. But yet we must go through to come out. But when we go through, we come out. But it doesn't feel like it when you're in the midst of turmoil. It doesn't seem like it's like you're going to get through this. But God is still in charge of our lives. Because while we're in our trials, we pray. While we're in our trials, we hurt. When uh, in our trials, we don't understand God. But saints, I'm here to tell you that God knows every situation in our lives. God knows every tear, every ache, every pain, everything in our lives. But yes, he has a plan for us. We can't see sometimes the sunrise because the sunset seems so long. doesn't seem like the sun will come up again. doesn't seem like things will get better again. Sometimes it just feels like you just don't know what to do. I remember preaching a message years ago. What do you do when you don't know what to do? What do you do? Donnie McClurkin said, you stand. All you can do is just stand. And when you can't stand, you get on your knees. And you talk to God. When you can't stand, you sometimes you can't talk. You just sometimes you can't breathe because it seems like the light, the night will ever end. 
sometimes it seems everything's so far away. But God says in his word that he will never leave us. The saints, he will never leave us. And he says, and or forsake us, even till the ends of the earth. But here is your guarantee. Like when you go to Walmart and you buy an article of any kind, and they'll say, ma'am, would you like an extended warranty? Or would you like a guarantee with this for the next three years if this happens and you receive, you can get it back and get another one? Well, like, like, a, like that, that contract from Walmart or any other store that you happen to go to, God gives us a contract with his life, with our life, um, whether it's our children or whether it's the church or whether it's a job, God has promised us that he will make a way for us no matter what we're going through. Again, because he, he's teaching us to breathe. Sometimes I just have to just take a... Nice deep breath. Sometimes you got to just breathe. Sometimes things get so bad in our lives as human beings. The only thing we can do is just breathe. Nice and deep, deep breath. Just, just take a deep breath. Sometimes we just have to take a nice, slow, deep breath because you just don't know what to do. When our children go through things as they were growing up, and we were struggling by ourselves, some of us are mothers, that we didn't understand this. But we had to learn to trust the God that our mothers had or the gods that our fathers had because we didn't understand life. And some of us today still don't understand life. Where well, here, Paul is speaking um, to the church, to the Roman church. And the Roman church had so many obstacles. And uh, Paul began to write to the church about the obstacles. That no matter what we're going to go through, that God would be with us. Yes, he said that. It said that in 28, he says, for we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. I suppose that he said all things. And all we can do is just remind him what his word says. In fact, the scripture says this. He says, put me in remembrance of his word. 29 says this. For whom he did pre-know, whom he did predestine, to be conformed into the image of his son. So we have to... um, Remember who we are and that we were born in the image of God, that firstborn 
which was Jesus Christ, among many brothers. So there's many of us have to have that same attitude of the firstborn, Jesus Christ. Verse 20 says, For moreover whom he did predestine, called, and whom he called them, he also justified, whom he justified, also glorified. So they're not only just going to be glorified, but justified. 31, what shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Who, what shall we say to these things? That means no matter what we're going through in our lives, whatever uh, problems, situations, whether the car, the finances, Paul's reminding us to say to ourselves, what shall we say to these things? We just have to just ride it out. No matter what we're going through, ride it out. Tears in our eyes, ride it out. Don't understand, ride it out. Situation seems like it's going to get, won't get any better, ride it out. Children acting crazy, ride it out. Husband acting crazy, ride it out. People just don't want to act right towards you, ride it out. Because he is making us, he is molding us, he is shaping us into his image. We don't want to look like Mike, we want to look like anybody else. But God wants us to be made in his likeness and in his image. Because when I have, I'm in his image, when I look in the mirror, I don't see Glenda. I see God. When I look in the mirror, I don't see Apostle Erica. I see God. When I look in the mirror and I see anybody else on the line, I don't see myself, but I see God. Why? Because I'm in his image. I am in his likeness. I am in his purpose. And I am his attributes. Why? Because I am called. Okay. In his image. So therefore, I can say to myself, okay, that I am in the image of God. Sometimes it doesn't feel good to be in the image of God. And folks are cussing you out and saying all kinds of things to you. Sometimes it don't feel good in his image when you don't have food to eat or you don't have money in your pocket, or you don't have a car to drive. What the Bible says in his image. Because of things, we can buy things. We can buy cars. We can put clothes on our back. We can put food in our mouth. But he's talking about his image. So that when he, again, he, when I look in the mirror, I see somebody else. I don't see Glenda. When I look in the mirror, I say to myself, have you prayed today? Why? Because I'm in his image. Okay. When I look in the refrigerator, and there might not be a lot of things there to eat, but into his image, 
he can strengthen me so that even if I'm weak, that in him I am made strong because what I am in is image. For we know, Paul saying, and we know that all things, all things, all things, good, bad, and ugly, all things work it together for the good of those that love him. So if you love him, you're going to be looking in the mirror and see his image and not our own image. Sometimes we like to look in the mirror and we see ourselves, but when we look in the mirror, who do we see? Do we see Christ? Do we see Shirley? Do we see Belinda? We do anybody else? Do we see Christ in his image? But when he says all things, I don't want to hear the word all things. I want it now. Everything that commercial on TV says, I want my money and I want it now. Well, us like human beings sometimes, we just want everything done now. We don't want it tomorrow. We don't want it yesterday. We want it done now. We don't want to suffer. We don't want to give up. We don't want to cry. We just want it to have our way. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, newsflash, we're not a Burger King type people. A Burger King says you can go to Burger King and have it, have it your way. Well, God is not like that. Our Lord Jesus is not like that. And there's some things as human beings we have to wait on God. Like again, please you have success for everything there is a season. So it might not buy a season to get that new house. We might not be that season um um to get a new job. It might not be that season to have the things that you want. Because when I pray, I touch God. When I pray I have a mediator. When I pray, I'm seeking the face of God. When I pray, I stand on God's word. And even in my tears, when I cannot pray, but I know God is audibly hearing me in my inner man, that God is still right there in the midst of every storm that we have had, we will have, or any storm that will come afar off. Because we are created in the image of God. We are called to his image. In his image. Let's go to 31. It says this. What shall we say then again? For these things, if God be for us, who can be against us? Those more words. If God, victory, be for us, who can be against us? For if Anybody can be when we're with God. It doesn't really matter what people say. 
It doesn't matter what people do. It doesn't matter what people act like. Because we are now in his image. So, preacher, does that mean when um, these things happen and these things come against us, how do we hold on? How do we hold out? How do we endure? God, your word said, endure hardships as a good soldier. But in the midst of your storms, how do you hold on like a good soldier? How, I ask God today, how do I hold on in those situations? Then you cry, you pray, you fasted, you shook his face, you did what you tried to do, you prayed, you spent, you tithe, what all these things. But how can I endure? How can my heart be broken, but yet you tell me to endure? How can I suffer, but in the midst of my tears, you only tell me to endure? I can't give you an honest answer, but I can give you the only answer how I feel. That in my endurance, God is making me. That in my endurance, God is carrying me. In my endurance, I don't feel his footsteps, but I know he's carrying me. In my endurance, when it looks like there's no way of escape, he has promised me that there must be a way of escape. In my endurance, I cry and I wake up praying. I go to sleep praying. I walk through my house praying. Because at some point in our lives, all we can do is just hold on. Literally. Take your arms, hold yourself, hallelujah, and nobody else. You hold you and hold on to God because God's word does not lie. God's word does not lie. When you look at the pages and you see the pages and you know the pages are the words of God, but that's in the spirit. So how do we translate the spirit realm of going through and enduring and holding up? How do we, the way, understand the difference between the spirit and the natural? Well, the natural says it hurts. The spirit says I'm God. The natural says, it hurts. I don't want to endure it. I cannot make it. But the Spirit of God says, you shall endure. You shall come out. You will go forth. You will make have a way of escape. You just have to put your hand into 
my hand. So I take my left hand and I hold it out. Authority. So I stand, I stand in authority. This is Romans 28. So my right hand stands and waits for God and for the manifestation of his glory. But my left hand is saying, God, where are you? My spirit man says, God, where are you? My soul cries out. My tears are, are falling are on my knee, on my lap. But I'm saying, God, you say, he who endures. My endurance is not God's endurance. I want to say I'm finished. God says, no, I'm not finished yet. One part of me is says, no, 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 no. you got to trust God. You're going to make it. You come now. It won't take that long. But then God says, I'm in charge of time. I am in charge of time. For we know that all things work together for the good. For them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. Am I called? Sometimes you say to yourself, am I called? When things are going so bad, you say, am I called? But the Bible says, 29, it says, for whom he did foreknow. He knew me. He also did predestine. 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 It happened earlier before predestine. A plan that he has for us. He's predestined. He as an individual, he has conformed us into his image. So he's calling us in his image. Predestined. 31 says this. What shall we say? Then to these things, if God be for us, who can be against us? If God is for us, who can be against us? They can act like they're doing something. They can pretend they're doing something. They really make us feel like we're nothing, we're dirt, we're, in, we're obstacles. But God said for those, okay, God has nothing there's nothing that God cannot handle in our lifetime. There's nothing in our lives that God can't handle or can't do. If we trust and believe in what his word says, not what we feel, what we think, not what we go through, because we all have our difficult days, we all have our difficult nights, we all have situations uh, when we think we can't come out of it. But God says this, for if God be with us, is with us, who shall be against us? They try to form it, but they have no power. They will try to uh, uh, knock us out, destroy us, kill us. But with God, 
nothing shall be impossible. For who shall lay anything the charge of God, the elect, it is God that justifies us. 34. Who is that condemneth? Is it the Christ that died? Yea, rather, that is risen again, is even at the right hand of God, who also made intercession. But God is making an intercession for us. When we're going through, God is interceding. God is making a way of escape. We don't understand it. We don't feel it. But God is right there interceding for us. God is there in the midst of our storms and interceding for us. Whether it's car, home, house, husband, children, God is interceding for us. He says, who also maketh intercessions for us? Can you imagine God is interceding in his heavenly places just for us? 35 says this, who shall separate us? from the love of Christ. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? There's nothing in no form, no fashion, no force, no anything can separate us from the love of God. Nothing can separate us. Nothing. No money. No honey. No job. No car, no church, nothing can separate us between our relationship with Christ. Nothing. We got it like that. We're tight, 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 tight. So that when he breathes, we know. And when I breathe, he knows. Because he maketh intercession on behalf of us. That's the relationship that Christ wants us to have as believers. Again, 35 says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulations or distress? So can we be separated from tribulations or things like that? Distress. Yeah, distress will kill you if you don't if you don't trust God. Okay. Um persecution, yes. Yes, some of us have been persecuted emotionally, financially, socially. Yes, that happened. Um, but nothing can separate us. If we put our hands in the master's hands and trust and believe that what the word says is true all by itself. Sometimes we just have to close our eyes and forget everything about 
and just say, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I don't understand it, but I trust you. Lord, you got to make a way for me, but I, I trust you. No matter what happens, I'm closing my eyes because sometimes when you, you look into these eye gates or the ear gates and the, the, those kind of those gates that are open, that can be seen, can be touched, it, it, sometimes you have to just close your eyes and just say to yourself, God, I trust you. 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 He makes a way of escape. Yeah, he makes a way of escape. We don't make a way of escape, but he does. When we trust in the living God, when we trust what his word says, when we trust by faith that what the word says is truthful, it is all by itself. The enemy will come into your mind, the enemy will come into your ear gates, your other gates, and to try to stop you, block you, hinder you, uh, make you feel guilty, make you feel lost, or feel you confused. But the Bible says that he maketh intercession. So as long as we know that he's making the intercession, we don't really have to worry. Okay. But the human part of us, our, 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 our outer man, tend to worry. The, the outer man tend to get a little nervous. The outer man, uh, is saying to myself, I can't make it. But the inner man, where God lives, will take you to a place where you know that it's already done. Not that it's going to do it, but it's already done. Okay. Troubles are already finished. Money, problems, already finished. Children, already finished. You might not see the, the, the manifestation of yet, but the word says that trust in the Lord and do good. Trust in the Lord and do good. Why? Because of the intercession that God's making for us. He's not talking about us making intercessions to him, but he says intercession for us through him. So our Father is sitting on the right hand, and he's making intercessions for us. He's doing making a way for us. He's he's doing whatever he needs to do for us. Why? Because he loves us. In fact, everything that God has done for us because of his love. Love is an ache. Love is something that you can not measure in man's world, but the love of Christ that made him get up on a cross, die. And get up on the third day. Why? Because of his eternal love. That before we were born in our mother's womb, God created the universe. And out of universe, he created time. And out of time, he created a season. And out of this season, in the situation that we're in now, that the intercession that he's making for us on our behalf, even when we don't understand that the innate ability that God loves us no matter what, what we're going through today, tomorrow, or the next day. 
because he promised us that he would love us forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. That he'll make a way for us forever and ever and ever. He will do whatever he needs for us. Why? Because he loves us. So when he say to yourself, uh, uh, what, how can we get through these things? How can we uh, go through immeasurable pains and aches, activations and job losses or job uh, uh, inconveniences and uh, money is hard to come by and perils that we're going through, perilous. That means tremendous pain, tremendous ache, tremendous uh, of not understanding different things. What shall we say then to, with us? Famine, hunger, famine, don't know when the next meal's coming from. Famine, uh, don't have any place to stay. Famine, Paul says, what shall we say to these things? For if God be for us, who shall be against us? Paul is letting us through Jesus Christ that no matter what happens, Jesus is always with us. He says, I will be with you. I will be with you, Glenda. I will be with you, Shirley. I will be with you, Dolores. Even, I like that word, even till the ends of the earth. Even, no matter what happens. Even when there's nothing in our life. I don't care what you're going through. God says, I will be with you even until the ends of the world. I will yet be with you. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. But because God said it in his word that he will be with us even until mm. the end of the world, he will be there. Mm. In our pain, in our suffering, in our situations in our body, in 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 all of our things, even uh, these bad marriages, all these situations in our life. Jesus has said in his word, he will be with us. He's not telling we don't need other people. He said, but I will be with you no matter what's happening. I don't care who dies. I don't care who falls short. I don't care who's not there for you. He said, but I will be with you. Mm. I will. The master of the universe is telling us tonight that I will be with you in the midst of your storm, your aches, your pains, the midst of your everything that you're going through. I, Christ, will be with you till the ends of the earth. In other words, when you leave this body, this body separates and the body goes into the ground, but the spirit man will attach itself to God because I promised you I would never leave you or forsake you. Even until the ends of the world. That's how we can endure 
because we'll never be left alone. We will never be left behind. We will never be left in a place that God is not there with us. He says in the book of Psalms, he says, there, there's no place that God can go that he can't find. <laughs> he says, if you take and go, go to the belly of Shoel, he says, I will be with you. If I take you to the morning of the stars, he says, I can yet still be there with you. So there's no place that God will not be with us. My God. My God, my God. Read that again. 35. Who shall separate from the love of Christ? Shall tribulations, distress, perils, persecution, famine, or nakedness, or peril? Like today, stock stock market flashing, um, fires in California, Oregon, Washington, storms in uh, Texas and Mississippi. Um, um, we had a um, earthquake not too long ago in South Carolina. Um, the people that are out there are hating us because of our skin color and protesting. The, the enemy is just running rampant throughout the universe, not just the United States. But the Bible says this. He says, I won't ever leave you. I don't care what country you're in. I don't care if you're, if you're Ireland or near Africa, if you're in Asia, if you're in China, if you're in um, Iran, Iraq. If no matter, you're, if it doesn't matter. He says, I will never leave you. Our God is not a God that does resist, reside in the United States of America. Our God resides everywhere, anywhere. God holds us in the palm of his hand. When it's night in some place, it's day in the other. The, ch- the, the church is there because they call us the ecclesia. We are the church. We represent him on the earth. And when he tells us, as a body of Christ, whether you're in Egypt, Iran, we even now and are broadcasting from uh, uh, Vietnam or, or Tokyo, Japan, um, God is here, there, and everywhere at, at every time. And he's speaking to us tonight and letting us know that God is here, there, and everywhere. And we serve a God that can speak to all of us at once. And God can speak to us individually or collectively. We serve Jesus Christ, the living God. We serve the God more than in love, the God that He looks here and there and knows everything and everybody. He knows when somebody dies. He knows when somebody's born. He knows in the midst of our storms. He's already predestined whatever he wants us to happen in our lives. And he still yet loves us. And so no matter what we go through, he's going to come out, bring us out. No matter whatever storm that comes in our life and the 
and the boat gets a little rocky and it feels like we're getting ready to come out of the boat and die, God's still right there. He's the same God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He's the same God of Isaac. He's the same God of Joshua. Joshua 10, when God told Joshua, um, he said, I'm going to let the sun stand still. That's Joshua 10. He told him, if you just let the earth stand still, God, so I can finish this battle. And the Bible says in, in, in that chapter, Joshua 10, the Bible says God allowed the earth to stand still for 24 hours. And it says it's the only time in the Bible that God allowed the earth to stand still for 24 hours. Why? So Joshua can complete and destroy the enemy. And if God did it for Joshua, he can do it for you. If he did it for Adam, he can do it for you. If he did it for Enoch and Enoch, he can do it for you. If he did it for Elijah, he can do it for you. There's nothing too hard for God. For when we trust in the Lord, God will make a way of escape. For nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Conquerors. We're conquerors. We can overcome anything. We can we can overcome anything because he says not a conqueror. He says, but you are more than a conqueror. You are limitless. You have the power of God in you that you can do great exploits in God. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that love us. What? Through him. That's how we get conquered. Through him that loveth us. 28. For I am persuaded. Here Paul's talking. He said, I'm persuaded. I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present or things to come. For I am persuaded. I am persuaded. You of the doctrine before stating he is personally persuaded. Paul says, I am personally persuaded that nothing will be able to separate him from the love of God. Paul says, I myself that wrote all these books in the New Testament, I am persuaded I was a sinner by grace. I've changed my mind. I've changed my walk. I've changed my talk. I've gone through a lot. I've been pushed out of, uh, run out of, out of town. I did all these things for Christ. And Paul said, I myself, I know with a surety. 
I am sure that nothing shall separate us from the love of God. And the thing that I cannot be persuaded about is death or life or angels or principalities, powers. I am persuaded. 2039 says this, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. So we have to take that attitude that nothing can separate us from Christ. Once we give our life to Christ, yes, we're going to have ups and downs. Yes, we're going to have not just ups and downs, but ins and outs. We're going to have good days. We're going to have bad days. Because why? We're human. We are fallible. In fact, the word says we are infallible because we make mistakes. But in Christ, in Christ, that nothing shall separate us. And then he begins to say what we're not going to be separated from. When we have the love of Christ in us, no matter what we go through, we're going to come out. No matter what obstacles that come before us, we're coming out. No matter what obstacles we're going through in daily, daily basis, we're going to come out. Because in our, our, our problems, we find grace, we find peace. We find joy. We find happiness because we realize now that we can only depend on God and God alone. For when we have made up our mind to trust God and God alone, that's when we become an overcomer. That's when, when we make up our mind that even if I might not see it, but I believe it by faith. The Bible says by faith the worlds were famed. So the same faith that spoke the world into existence, he sits in our body, in our DNA, and then we learn to trust and believe in the almighty God. For nothing shall separate us. From a love of Christ. For when we love God with all our might and all our problems and all our situations, God has promised us he will never leave us. No matter who dies, no matter what happens, no matter the, the, the ceiling fall in, no matter the call, car falls apart. No matter what happens, we have to learn to trust, to believe in God, that nothing shall separate us. Children shall not separate us. Husbands shall not separate us. Wives shall not separate us. Daughters and sons shall not separate us. Grandchildren shall not separate us. Because we know we must trust and believe that Jesus Christ, is the most important entity in our lives. 
when we trust and believe that God is a more than enough. God will sustain us. God will keep us. In the midst of covert 19, we don't know how long it's going to last, but we have to trust and believe that God will make a way for us. He will make a way out of no way. Yes, yes, yes. We are walking in treacherous times. We are living in treacherous times. We are going through a lot of things in this time in our lives. All of us, the whole world is going through something. But Jesus created us, whether we live in Rome or whether we live in uh, Romania or whether we in Ireland, whether we live in Africa, whether we live in Jamaica or whether we live in Egypt or whether we live in Egypt or Iraq or no matter where we live, God is in control and he is in control of our lives. If God speaks, we wake up in the morning. But if God does not speak, we will not get up in the morning. If God speaks, those things move by his power, our word, our mouth, our thoughts, our DNA is moving only by the power of the living God. So we must trust and believe that no matter what we're going to go through, that God has promised us that he will be with us for the rest of our lives. He does not say that we're going to be in this body the rest of our lives, okay? But he promised us that he would be with us forever and ever. So that when we come out of this this man suit, this body, we have a place that we can dwell with God because we will live forever in eternity. Okay. So we've got to trust and believe that no matter what's going on in our lives, no matter uh situation that we go through, whether it's health, um, uh, your physical body, uh, spiritual body, our, uh, we have to trust and believe that he has created us in his work for his greatness. Not for man's greatness, but God has created us, created us for his greatness. And he promised us he would le- never leave us. That no matter where we are, who we are, where we're going to be, Jesus has promised us. We have a ticket to eternity if we live and live this life. For Christ, we have an eternal ticket to see Christ one day if we walk and talk in the mind of Christ. For tomorrow is not promised, but today only. And we know, the Bible says this, and I'm going to close out. And we know, and we know. That all things work together for the good of those that love Lord and who are called according to his purpose. So if you're called to his purpose, look at here, 
you're doing good. If you're called to his purpose, no matter what's going on, he's right there with you. When he's called to your purpose, it doesn't matter what you're going through because God has promised us he would make a way of escape. Father, we thank you tonight for your words. And we thank you for the depth of the word in this word. I thank you, God, for the word tonight that the word has got to my spirit, man. That the word of God will be embedded in me so deeply that I cannot escape from his word. God, your word says, says to tie us to the altar. So, God, I ask you to tie us to a spiritual altar that we cannot get away from the Almighty God. Hide us in your glory. Hide us in your manifestation. Hide us in your word. Hide us in your tears. Hide us, don't matter what we're going to. Hide us because we know. Tomorrow is not promised. Hide us in a way, God, that we know we have been with you, God. Hide us. Teach us to be more like you. Teach us to pray like you. Teach us to fast like us. Teach us to look in the mirror and to see Christ and not see us. God, teach us how to be more than a conqueror. God, teach us how to hide us so that we can be more than a conqueror. I just want to be a but be more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Help us to stand in this day. Help us in this hour to stand. Help us in this minute to stand. Help us to stand in this half a minute, this nanosecond. Help us to stand in this day. Make a way of escape. Hold us in the palm of your hand. Hold us till we cannot be found. Hide us so the enemy can't detect us. Hide us till we know we have been with you, God. And we thank you. And, God, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the mindset of Jesus. Thank you for holding us even when we didn't feel like we're being held. Thank you. Thank you, kind master. Thank you, sovereign king. Thank you for you are the God more than enough. In Jesus' mighty, illustrious name, amen. Father, thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I thank you for the 
Holy Ghost. We thank you for moving by your power. And um, it was a wonderful opportunity to just uh, talk with the Lord, stop with the Lord. And um, is there anyone on the line would like to say anything before we close up? And if not, then we'll go on. Hello. Go ahead. Just thank God for the word. I thank God for the word. Thank God for your dedication. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, um, everybody, to continue to continue with the with the service that we've been doing. And we thank God. We give glory. God give all the glory for his his word and his power and his strength. Um Amen. thank you because it's not been it's not an easy thing, but we have to hold on to God um with our dear lives and sometimes when we can't. I love that scripture that tells us to hide to hide ourselves or to tie ourselves to the altar. Because sometimes when you feel like you really want to run, God's tied you there and you can't get away. Because Sometimes making getting through a lot of stuff will will just make you just pray the more, fast the more, and be more be connected to Him. Even though we don't feel connected, but He's connected. We're connected. But I think in that time of feeling unconnected, we're even more closer, but we don't realize it. You know, we get more closer to God. It sometimes it feels like a little emptiness, but the emptiness is because you're looking for him, but he's right there with us. And the closeness is not in proximity, but is in his spirit. Because um, we can find proximity and not be around God or in God. But when we're feeling lost, most of the time, it's when we're the closest. Um, and we don't understand um, the things of God. Thank you, Pastor Bullens, for participating. Um, Erica, is there anybody else? Is, is Erica? Hello? Yeah, Erica must have gone. Okay. Okay. Well, we had a wonderful time. And um, I appreciate y'all for what y'all are doing. Um, Doris, is she here? Still here? Or she's gone already? No, I'm still okay. here. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> you like to say, say something, Miss Dolores. Make me happy to say hello. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'll be say something if you say hello. I'll feel better. <laughs> Amen. Say uh, okay. Very good word. Um, I remember one of the times that um, I was going to. Uh, a big test and that was the scripture that uh, the Lord gave to me Um, all things work together and And um, well you know uh, at first things don't uh, you know make sense yeah. But then when it's all said and done, it makes yeah. sense. 
And Thank then you. not only that, you 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 know, you live and you learn. But after I went yeah. through, you know, the test, then things just yeah. began to open up and I just saw how yeah. like you say, God knows he he knows what yeah. we don't know. He knows yeah. what's yeah. up ahead. But yeah. then the thing about him, he will send his word. He will uh, give us assurance. He will comfort us. He will, um, what's the word? Where it, it, it we can stand and we yeah. can yeah. endure. And at yeah. the end of the day, it's yeah. working. Because yeah. my yeah. test, it was working. It worked for my good. I didn't see yeah. it right yeah. then. Yeah. But it worked for my good. And yes, yes. I just mm-hmm. thank God for his 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 word, how he'll speak to us and he'll let us know. And I think that helps us to to go through, to be tried, to be tested, to stand and all of yeah. that. Because yeah. his word is true and what he yeah. says he's gonna bring it to pass. So it's you know it's a good word because we need to know that we need to you know whatever might come whatever comes we we got to stand and when we know that he's always with us he'll never leave us then we can stand yes. in Jesus name. Mm-hmm. Jesus name amen my God you made my my heart so there thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. It's wonderful to hear a little testimony at Thank the end you. like that. That was beautiful. Yes, it made me feel better. Thank you, Lord. All righty, Saints. Let's go. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. And God, give us some sweet sleep. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for the blood. And God, we speak for the healing of the body, the healing the holding of the nation. We speak a healing to each both of you on the line tonight. We speak a healing you, Lord. in the bones. Thank Lord. you, we speak, Jesus. We speak to your bones right now. Uh, in the name of Jesus, we speak every bone, every I speak to every bone in your body, every bone. I speak to the bones right now. Your shoulders, I speak it. Your hands right now. In the name of Jesus, I speak to your joints that are aching right now. In the name of Jesus, I speak it. I speak from the Holy Ghost. Every ache this last couple of days, I speak it now. It is it that the body lines up with the word of God. The body Thank lines you. up. Every bone we line it up now. Mm. I speak every joint. Mm. Speak it. Mm. Back in the line. In line. Mm. I got to everything. Go back in line. Every joint. Every ache. Everything. I speak it, everything in your body, line up with the word of God. I speak it now, 
Hataba, Yoro, Shili, even your back, God says, Abba, I speak it now. In the name of Jesus, every ilama your back, Ramasa, Rokotabansa, Reketabani Banamosa, the one that you slept on, Namantataya, line up now, Ada, Turon, Yasa, I speak it now, Anana Mansata, Reketaman, Sokumananati, Ritiataban, Sokumamasa, Ivanama, I say God, I hear the word God says, Eyes, your eyes, Adabasa, your eyes, Anamansata, Rekete, your eyes, Anaman, seeking your eyes, Inanamasa, Ariada, your eyes, eyes. God said, I'm working on your eyes right now. Eyes, I see your eyes getting stronger. Anamasa, I got such your eyes. Anamasa, Reketa, Basata. God said, Don't worry about your kidneys. I got your kidneys. Anamasa, yeah. God, God said, I got your kidneys. The devil's a liar. Your kidneys, the back. The back of your kidneys and your back, back and your back. I hear God said, I got it. God say, I didn't let you get that car where you can't drive your car, you can't see your car. God say, you're healed. God, you're healed. God say, you're healed. You confess it. Every morning, you confess it every night. You have to confess it all day long. You are healed by His Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. You are healed. I am healed. I don't care. I am Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You heal. You heal. You heal. Even surely, you have to take the pain. That's it, but you heal too now. It looks like when you drive too long in the car. Yes, it is aching. And even your arm, surely, God, that you had the issues back before. God, I'm healing, and I'm gonna, it's going to stay healed. And look like when certain times of the year, that arm, that, that, that hand is aching even more. But God said, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. You heal. I got it. You heal. You heal. Heal. I seek the healing. Right where you are. God said, right where you are. You heal. You heal. That, 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 that left arm. That aching. That aches. That aches. But God said, you heal. If I healed it before, it's already healed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Yes, God, I'm Yeah, it is a Thank you. Yes, God. Oh God, both of you are walking, talking miracles, God. God, so you're walking, talking miracles, all of you. You both are walking, talking miracles, Shirley. Shirley, you're walking, talking miracles. You walk and talk in miracles, God, surely, God. Every accident was going to take you out, but God said you're still alive. I ordained it. I have ordained it. I have ordained it. God says, I am God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Oh, God, Dolores, God, to God, you live long and prosper. I hear you saying, God, you say, God, you say, God, I don't know if I'm going to live long. God, God say you can live long and prosper. Prosper. And God says, I say, prosperity is running you around, running you down, Dolores. God says, prosperity is running you down. He's going to run you down. That's why God said people say, come, and you want to cook. They cook for you. You just money in your pocket. You, oh, you, want, you, ain't, you ain't never had no money problems. Because you've been running down. God said even from when you were on Bell South, that place that you was working for, you, God said he was running you down all these years. And even when you didn't yeah. know how you could make it and you came off your job, yeah. God said, I was running you yeah. down. And no matter what you drove, I still ran you down. Now, yeah, mama, sata, yeah, mama, Because he's just running you, running you, running you, running you. To the point you have to go to California regularly because I'm running you down. I'm just blessing you. Hallelujah. Mm, God. Oh God. And surely you another one. I don't care how you happen, you lose money you lose your your money, your partner there, you go there and you just get just more furniture and more cars. I never seen so many women have so many different cars to learn. And, and surely y'all y'all just had you just God, God, just running you down. Y'all even know y'all been running. Hallelujah. And y'all both have had so many cars. Y'all done run and run and run. Because I'm running you around with my glory. I'm earning you around 
What's your word? I'm a running you round with your glory, 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 glory. I'm running you round with your money. I'm running you down. You got an emotion. You got my money, my sound, and then I'm see. I can't speak it in tongues, but God, let me tell you that emotion. You had some money, money in your pocket. You don't know what to do. I don't know Take God. Hallelujah, God. Why? Because I'm running you down with your glory. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Yes, you just run, 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 run. But God said, look here, I'm going to stabilize you in one place. He said, because you've been running and running, and some of your money can't catch you, can't catch you because you keep running. That's how you're going to find it. <laughs> and that money the devil don't want to give you, that devil, the devil don't want to give you that money, you're going to get that money. I don't care what they say, you're going to get your money. If he has to be financially broke, you're going to get your money. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank Y'all took the flu shot? Y'all, I y'all didn't take, take one yet, shot? but I'm going to. I usually take Should one month, take but the I just didn't take shot? it. Sure. Yeah. You yeah, take the flu shot? Is, yes. You always the take Lord. it? 
Yes, the um, last you remember that year you remember that year in uh Florida when I was real sick and they didn't yeah. know what was wrong with me. Yeah, My cool. doctor back then recommended I take it. If I hadn't been taking it every year, but I tried to take it. I don't think I took it up in Delaware. I might have taken it once up there. But um I did take it this year. But I don't normally okay. it's not it hasn't been it's been so recommended by my doctor. Well, my doctor's always recommended, but I never took it. I'm 70 years old, and I never took it. But the I Lord, know, you ain't 70 uh, years old. Well, no, you know what? I'm here myself to leave it up. <laughs> oh, my God, that's right. Her birthday is on January. Well, my I'm God, a couple of months
Yeah, I can probe that because you trust your doctor. So, you know, um, well, I would really. go ahead and go into probe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who well, wait a minute now. I, I, I mean, to a certain extent, because you'd have to go to your primary doctor, right? Oh, yeah. Is that who would do it? I do, I, well, I go to CVS, but yeah, yeah. you can go to your doctor, yeah, too. Your primary. No, no, I mean, your primary. I've never had it. I would want yeah. to be. Yeah, you go to primary doctor. Well, see, now my primary doctor, I ain't too, you know, I ain't had them oh. that long, and I really don't. Oh. I well, you, I, I don't know, but you know I was well, sick you... the first part of the year. You know okay. I was real sick. Everybody yeah, told me yeah. I had the coronavirus. <laughs> That's what they told me. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's what everybody told me. You know everybody I talked oh, to. I believe you had the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, 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 and you know Dean and Jamahi got together, and they hit. Talked and they came to the conclusion that I had the coronavirus, and then Paris oh told me, and then oh some my. other people. But you know, most of the all jokes aside, uh-huh. most of the symptoms, a, a lot of the symptoms, I don't know. I had something. I don't know what I had. I had the <laughs> even after I had the fever. I was <laughs> sick. I I really? was in bed. I oh oh, I stayed in bed two days straight. Didn't get up. Didn't eat nothing. Wow. Nothing. And that's not true. And that's I was burning true. up with fever. I had fever oh, so bad God. my lips was parched. Oh, and after about this, I didn't take no medicine for a week. I was too sick. Mm-hmm. And I stayed in the bed. Uh-huh. I didn't come out the room. Around the third or fourth day, I, I began to the- like eat some oatmeal or something yeah. instant, and I got mm-hmm. up, I went to the doctor, and I was just so weak, I couldn't hardly, uh, I went to the doctor by myself, you know how you sit down, you get up and walk in mm-hmm. the back, they had to help me, I was just so oh, weak, goodness. now when I got to the doctor, they they checked me, they gave me a shot in each side of my butt. They gave me a breathing tri- treatment. They gave me yes. an asthma pump. They gave me uh, two prescriptions and sent me what? a test X-ray. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, antibiotic, steroid, two shots in the butt, a breathing treatment, and put me on the pump. My yes. Lord. And that was after everything was over, that's after I was sick in oh. bed for a week. I lost that weight. Was January, that was in January. Was that January or February? It was, it was February because it was just before this pandemic, before March. Yeah, I remember. So it probably was I was in February. I, was, I remember I was calling to check on you. But I went to mm. the doctor. They didn't say nothing about COVID, but they weren't really talking about it then. And I mean, Uh it took me about, um, even after I went to the doctor, it just took, like, to get my strength back. I was just Mm -hmm. weak. I don't know Mm -hmm. what that was, because I had never had the flu before. 
Wow. And, and then I questioned the doctor when I went back. I said, well, what did I have? He said, well, what did he really say? He didn't give me anything that was, you know, he said, well, oh, you okay. probably had a virus. But that's all I know. Oh. But everybody else told me, and I ain't claiming it, but, I mean, if I did, then to God be the glory because I made it through. <laughs> you sure you know what I'm saying? <laughs> huh? But the Lord didn't <laughs> check your blood for antibodies. I think yes, wow. they do it through the uh, blood. They could tell if you had had the mm-hmm. virus or not. Yeah. 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 But the doctor didn't say yeah. I had it. That's what everybody else said. That's what everybody else mm. said. You know. Uh-huh. But anyway, I guess right. I just need to get some information on it because I, you know, I said to someone, well, I didn't trust in God for 70 years. Why stop now? But then, you know, uh-huh. things change. It's you not know, a matter you, of you not trusting God. Sometimes uh, there's something else we have to do, even right. with trusting but, God. And yeah, I was just going to say. different. Huh? Uh-huh. Because yeah, I was just going to yeah, I've been, I've been praying about it, and then, you know, I say, well, what's the worst that can happen if I do have it? I mean, take the shot, so, you know, take the flu shot, mm-hmm. you know. Well, it's, know a, it's a preventive. Right. It's a, it's a preventive, so. Okay. Well, know. I'll tell you what, whatever that I had in January, I don't want it, though. No. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it no more. <laughs> so, what else you just ask God? Ask God what to do. Because, yeah. I mean, with this, the thing is now, with this, um, with this, this all of us different. are different. This is blue, this word. I know. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know what apply to you might not apply to me and, you know, vice versa. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking about that. Huh? Yeah. And you got to be real careful about it. I said you got to be real careful about that. Because, you like mean? you said, you want to you wanna acknowledge God in that because, like you said, you never took it before. So I don't want I don't want God to say to you, oh, well, you were trusting me before, so now. And then I don't want you to feel like, well, the Lord wants you to do the best thing to save your life. So if this is something that's going to help save you in the event you get it. You know, then you would probably that's something I would I would want to do, but you would have yeah. to go into prayer because remember, Asa Asa made a mistake. I uh, I forgot what happened with him. Something happened before, but when he got sick in his foot, he didn't consult God. So as long as you mm-hmm. consult God, if He said get it, go ahead and get it. If He said don't, don't. But as long as you consult oh, Him, that's all He would. He said in all our ways yeah. acknowledge Him, and He will direct right, our path. Right. So just once you pray and get a peace, go with it. Don't doubt no more. Just yeah. go with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, even mm-hmm. in this pandemic, you know, God gave us things to do. Yeah. Wear yeah. masks. That's true. You sanitizer. Social distance. Yeah. That, uh, that uh, thing I sent to you. The low card. Yeah, the low card book I sent. 
Yeah, no, I said it to you, Delore. <laughs> oh, you said I found it by sending it to you. <laughs> you said I said it I said it to some other people. Yeah, because it, it was a Christian and because he was a Christian and saved, he didn't think that he had to do none of that stuff. Yes. Because he and when he went to heaven, he was believing God. Yeah, he asked mm-hmm. God, well, what, what happened? He was trusting in him and having faith. And God said, well, I told you to wear masks, sanitize, and social distance. So I know enough <laughs> to understand even with Christ, there's still something right. we might have to do. And, exactly. And, and, so yeah, even with him. So that's why so that's why I said I if they're telling too. you to do this, that's why I said if this is the requirements that they're telling you to do, well, one of the um, guidelines now, it might be different now because of this other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, this yeah. this right. COVID. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, and that's what they're saying. Now, maybe before you could get away with it, but because of uh-huh. this, um, and they were saying that uh, we're uh, doing this, you know, we don't have to receive everything we hear, but then we got to be wise, too, and use wisdom because right. of what they're saying. Not so much, but then it's going to be flu season. They, ain't gonna, they might not know whether you got the flu or the virus. And then, like they say, mm-hmm. if they over... If they overrun with the um with the coronavirus, then that's filling up the hospital. What they gonna do yeah. when people come down with the flu? And then you got double, and you ain't gonna have room for everybody. So they'll have to decide who to, you know, treat and who not to because they say they'll run out of the hospitals a full now. And if they have a bad flu season, what are they going to do? So it might not even have to do, it just might have to be where you'd be able to be, if you needed to go to the hospital, you know, to be treated. Yeah, I don't think nobody want to have to go during this time. You know what I'm saying? Listen, listen, I don't want to go no time. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't want to I go don't. to no hospital, emergency room, nowhere, no time. People say, I don't They did my television you know. check. Yeah, uh-huh. I did mine over the phone. My doctor's appointment over the phone, girl. Uh, we did a duo call, and they watched me take my uh, blood pressure and my weight and all of that, and they just talked to me about all my numbers because I had gone to take the blood test. I could do that forever. I don't oh. have to never drive that that two hour uh, trip down and back and forth to West Coffee. <laughs> yeah. So I'm yeah good with that. I don't want to. I don't want to go. Uh. Well, you know, some things we have to do, and I do it in the name of Jesus. Like, I mean, there's some yeah. doctors I've had to go to. I've had to physically go. I couldn't do it over the TV, you know, over the um, yeah. virtual. So for those right. times, okay. yeah, we have to trust God, you know? Yes, we do. So, yes, listen, we, do. we already said long life. Yeah. So, All right. Oh, uh, shit. He's, not a, he's not a man that he should lie. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. So, Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I mean, isn't that a 
uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 peace. I mean, yeah. with, with yeah. what we know, but he said mm-hmm. long life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My God, he, thank you, Lord. Not, we receive it. And, 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 receive and, it and he's, not just, he's not just telling us that just to be telling us. Now, mm-hmm. we have, uh, how do you say, we've gained that? Yeah. We've, uh, what's yeah. the word? Um, we've, um, uh, how do you say it? We've uh, earned that. Yes. We've yes. earned yes. that. We've learned it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what it says. And so it's in a sense saying God is pleased. Yeah. I mean that's how I see it. Yeah. He's 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 well pleased. Mm -hmm. And then when he starts talking Uh about the money, it's like now look like money just you know, I I I I just got you know, with money just uh my cousin she called me every week for me to um cook for her. And and Jesus. it don't look like she gonna no. stop. That's money so every that's, week. That's God. That's that's, 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 that's every day, and that's every five days every a week. week. You cook every meal. Not, no, you no, cook no, meal. Not, not every day. I do one day. Oh, okay. Every day, I just do one day a week. That's then, still good, Delores. Listen, that one day a week, I got money in my pocket. You know, when yes. you can't go to the bank, ain't no such thing going getting nothing out. So mm-hmm. I got money in my pocket when I I do that. I got money just right there in my pocket, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for uh, what I want to do. One girl called me. She want a cake. She want to pay in a dresser. I was doing it today, but surely my my lights went out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what happened, but the lights went out. Something happened, mm-hmm. and guess what? My air conditioning went out. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have, and 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 then we had to call the man, mm-hmm. and 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 he he charged us a hundred and twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. So then. Um, mm-hmm. We just got to, and so my husband asked him, he said, well, why is it costing $120? He said, isn't there a warranty on that? He said, yeah, it's a warranty. He said, the part didn't cost you nothing, but um, that's for my labor. He said, $120. So he said, so Jean said, well, (laughs) A hundred and twenty dollars. You can't cut that down some. So he said, "Well, I like you, but I don't like you that much." <laughs> and he, said, he said he came from all the way down from South Miami to come to us because he had just told uh, Gene, "Well, I can't get to y'all a day." So you know, we would have been in this house with no air, and and ah. so. He had said, well, he had another job to do down south, and he'd get to us uh, tomorrow. And, and but um, uh, thank the Lord, uh, favor he came this evening. So I mean, it cost a hundred and twenty dollars, but we cool. You know, it, it, it's cooling here again. It was hot. I I was about to get uh, my my throat was getting scratchy and. All of that, but he came. 
He didn't do the other job. He told that man, I'll come to you tomorrow, and he came to us. So thank the Lord for that. Because, you know, listen, when this, when this air go out, Gene, I mean, he be moving fast because he know I can't stand heat. I ain't even know. He was around yeah. there. I heard him when it, when the lights went on. He said, and he was. I said, well, what's my? He said the air conditioner not working. I've been working with it. I can't get it to come back on. I forgot the part that it, when the lights or whatever happened, it blew this part. I forget the name of it, but praise the Lord, I have air now. So surely that just pushed everything off. I just couldn't, you know, do nothing. Yeah. 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 So, well, but anyway, thank God for that. Got it back up. Thank God for that. And I want to say, and I want to say two little things. I'm not going to be long. I wanted to mention the fact that only God knew to tell uh, prophetess about uh, me about him having to pay me that money because you know the pandemic came and all of this, and he hadn't been making his payments. And you know you can't really do too much because of the pandemic because. Oh, I thought he was going to say, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but his check wasn't affected. No, so well, I know all that, but the, well, legal people are, you know, the, Dolores, the VA and those people are not working during the pandemic. So I can't get nobody on the line. The lady was supposed to call me yesterday, so I have to call her later on. But you hear God just say, don't worry about it. I'm still going to get it. Well, so I'm not even worried well, about it. I just. But I just said only God knew because I hadn't told nobody that I was dealing with that situation. So God wanted her to tell me to just to reaffirm to me and to comfort me and let me know not to worry about it. So that was the one thing I wanted to mention. The second thing I wanted to mention was I don't know if I shared with you all about how I was in that accident with Deborah and Destiny and how the car skidded out of control and went back and forth all over the lane. Y'all were going somewhere, weren't you? Yep. You yep. and the Fort girl. Lauderdale. And the car me and the girl rolled and went off. Yeah, you told me. Yeah. No, I didn't know. Okay, well, the, 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 yeah, yeah, the, you I know Glenda didn't know. Yeah, yeah. And you so, told me. And so doing God wanted uh, to reaffirm that tonight because my girls were in the car. Deborah was driving. I decided to let her drive during this time, and I'm sitting in the back seat. Her and Destiny in the front seat. And don't you know, God picked that car up off the concrete, going side to side. We did not hit one car. We did not hit one guardrail. Mm-hmm. And when we found ourselves down the road, the devil got control of it. Deborah pulling the left lane and mm-hmm. perfectly in the left lane. The traffic still was going. And mm-hmm. I know everybody who saw it because nobody could believe that we didn't hit one car not one car hit us. And when we pull over to the side, I have, um, what do you call that thing, OnStar. We called the lady and explained what happened. She sent a tow truck. And as soon as she got through sending a tow truck and got our location, the whole car shut off. But we were on the side, we were on the side, the left-hand side, perfectly in the thing when no car could hit us or anything. We couldn't even put on flashes for them to see us. Mm-hmm. We had to tell them, we had, they had to tell the um the tow truck driver, you know, how to reach us. So we started, so then I tried to call her on my cell phone. I said, look at God. So when God brought us out of this, my daughters 
got a chance to see a miracle that God worked in their lifetime, where they have something all their life to remember and to see how God take that car up off the concrete and let us get so we didn't hit nothing and put us, set us safely on the side. That's a miracle. And I said, I was going to put that in my book. I said, I got to write about this because nobody would believe it but them two girls and the people who were driving. I said, Mom, you get this. This car going side to side, lane to lane, and didn't hit one car. And we're talking about in the middle of traffic. Not no 4 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock p.m. between Fort Lauderdale and um, Hollywood or whatever that is down there. I said, Lord, have mercy. So that ain't nobody but God. So when God said that to you, I just want to give him the glory tonight and thank him for confirming that. So I just reaffirm my trust in my and I praise him right now and continue to plead the blood of Jesus over me, over all of us. That what God's mm-hmm. word said is true, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And we have nothing yeah. to fear. And that's another thing God's putting in my heart. He said, you start preaching that to the body of Christ. Because people don't want to engage the enemy because of fear. He said, didn't I tell you no weapon formed against you shall prosper? Didn't yeah. I tell you nothing shall by means hurt you? Didn't I tell you that stand firm in my word? So we got to stand firm in God's word no matter how we feel or how it looks. Yeah. Yeah. So that thing just, you know, just supercharged my faith. So I just wanted to share those two things and give God praise mm-hmm. and glory on this line. And for whoever Amen. listening, so they can see this, this confirmed. That's a confirmation of the word, Dolores. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to share that. And I thank you so much for your testimony, Dolores, because you started it. Because usually nobody say nothing on this line and everybody just hang yeah. up. But by Glenda open it up for a testimony. We got a chance to be blessed. And even though we're on here a little longer, I know I'm blessed. I'm double blessed with being on here tonight. So I want to give God thanks for that. Amen. So God bless y'all. I know Glenda, know Glenda saying, Lord, she got going another hour. But I want you to know I appreciate it. That's how much I we appreciate. We appreciate. We appreciate this word on tonight. We appreciate the prophecy on tonight. We appreciate the prayer on tonight. We appreciate Jesus most of all. Yes, tonight. And his word. So we we are stolen and magnify that word. So we thank God. Amen. Oh, God. Amen. All righty, saints. Well, we're going to say good night now. Love y'all. Okay, we love you too. You have a blessed one. Looking forward to the next one, God willing. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.